Thank you for listening to this talk, produced by the Art Gallery of South Australia. Hello, my name's Maria Zagala. I'm the Associate Curator of Prints, Drawings and Photographs at the Gallery. And I'm speaking today about the work of Donald Judd and uh, his large site-specific concrete sculpture untitled 1974-75, which uh, is on the grounds of the Art Gallery of South Australia and is a work that many visitors to the gallery would be familiar with, even though they may not know what they are looking at. It's a work that is located at the uh, rear of the gallery, uh, near the gallery's cafe, and if you've sat and had a coffee at the gallery, you would have looked out onto uh, its concrete form, which reads a little bit like a wall. Now, this work is... Um, often a surprise to many visitors when they uh, hear that it is actually a work of remarkable significance and by a major American 20th century artist, Donald Judd, who has been identified with the minimalism movement, um, but that is a label that he rejected. And he was an artist who was born in 1928 and who really made an enormous contribution as uh, an artist, a writer, a thinker, and whose uh, artistic practice has received a great deal of attention uh, recently and in this year with a major retrospective at the Museum of Modern Art in New York. And for that reason, it's great to focus on our work and really reintroduce it to um, some of our visitors who... Um, may not have uh, spent time with it and um, understood some of the um, concerns that Judd was exploring when he made the piece. Well, firstly, how is it that it came to Adelaide? Donald Judd uh, was travelling to Australia with an exhibition, Recent American Art, uh, which travelled around Australia and was curated by MoMA in New York by Jenny Licht. And during the development of that exhibition, it was proposed, or maybe Judd proposed, that he wanted to do a major large-scale concrete work. Um, and so the organisers of um, the exhibition and the various gallery directors um, in Australia um, were offered um, to take the work. And Adelaide was the successful um, gallery. Really due to the um, work of John Bailey, its director at the time, and Ian North, its curator. The work, when um, it was built, caused great controversy in Adelaide. And uh, when it was unveiled in 1975, um, there were protests which were led um, by Brian Medlin, the professor of philosophy at Flinders University, who with the progressive art movement and group called the Workers' Student Alliance, were very critical of uh, American imperialism. And in this heightened uh, atmosphere of anti-Vietnam War protests, the work was interpreted um, and seen and perhaps as a symbol for um, American imperialism. And so... At the time, headlines in the local paper here read, for example, uh, does Judd have any defence? Uh, question mark. 
So it was work that um, was heavily criticised um, and now perhaps uh, is a work that is uh, rarely engaged with um, and not very well known and that's something that um, hopefully will change with the greater focus on Judd internationally and also through our building of our uh, content on our website with the preparatory drawings and photographs, archival photographs of the work. The form itself, the triangle, he didn't know he was going to be working with the triangle until he arrived. He had been told that the site would be flat. However, um, when he saw it, the, the land sloped at quite an angle and when he looked at the site, he decided that a triangle would be the best solution for what he was trying to do. Now, the work itself is, as I say, a large concrete form. And to many visitors, it seems remarkably inexpressive almost, that it is even a form that is so austere it is hard to see its beauty. However, I've had the privilege of working and looking out over this sculpture. My office faces it and I'm able to see it um, and have been able to see it at different times of day over many years through different seasons. And what I can certainly say is that there is something about this concrete form that changes with the sun and the light. And, for example, when the sun is strong, the contours look as if they have been cut. Uh, they are so sharp. And when the light is soft, the concrete form seems to recede uh, into the land in a less obstructive way. So it's a work that has a remarkable grace and beauty and subtlety. Although, as I say, for many it is a concrete form with few resonances. So concrete as a material, its associations, of course, are industrial. And Donald Judd was very aware of that when he chose the medium it also is a medium that allows for a remarkable unity in its realisation because concrete is poured and there is none of that build of forms and components, say, in other sculptural forms. It is a piece that really explores ideas that Donald Judd was working with in the early 1970s, he'd started really 1971, exploring this, what one writer, David Raskin, has described as the level lands relationship. Or another writer, James Lawrence, has described as his topographic objects. And both of these terms, level lands or topographic objects, really describe what the relationships that he was exploring in his uh, sculptural form. It is the topography that is so important in this work and the specificity of the site. So when Donald Judd selected this site 
for this sculpture, it's uh, he was exploring the uh, actual specific local conditions. And the sculpture does um, have two relationships uh, in it. It has a beveled edge at the top and one part of that edge is the horizontal level, which is the ideal, and the other edge follows the gradient of the land, which explores then our sense of the proper vertical and horizontal axes, which, as um, James Lawrence has pointed out in his very fine essay on Donald Judd's sculptures in concrete, is our sense of spatial identity, which rests on this vertical and horizontal axis understanding. So, what does that mean? Well, when we stand in front of the work, we are constantly searching for the ideal, that horizontal axis. And for anyone who's ever lost their sense of balance, you know how important that horizontal is. And as we walk around the sculpture, we have a sense of the actual land beneath our feet. So the specific topographical land that we're on. And this sense of the physical world, this way that we keep our sense of balance is what links this sculpture profoundly to everyday experience and what makes, I think, the poetry of Judd's work so resonant because when we walk around the work, we activate this sense of space. We understand where that horizontal ideal is and we also are always finally adjusting for the actual conditions below our feet. And just perhaps to give some context to how the work was received, as I mentioned, uh, Donald Judd came to Adelaide in 1974, and he worked with a local building company and a concrete company Really, it was the drawings that the curators here at the gallery provided to that company from which the final sculpture was made. And Donald Judd never saw the finished sculpture. And we know that he was always very fastidious about the display of his works and their finish and had very high standards for that. And so we don't know how he felt about the final resolution of uh, this work and it has changed over time and so now you know some 40 years um, 46 years after its construction uh, it ha no longer has the sharp edges that it once did and concrete which seems like such a hardy robust medium is in fact much more fragile and all of those and also the land on which it has the work was built has changed and has been built up over time. So, in fact, our reading of the bevelled edge is no longer accurate with this land of the slope. And yet um, the work, I think, attains its remarkable power and is, I think, one of the great masterpieces in the gallery's collection. Thank you.